need to talk. I saw the project you finished in the garage and it's fantastic. You're always complimenting the work I do around the house. Why are you so thankful? You'd be thankful too if you were married to the perfect man. You always love me and you always will. Yeah, that's right. And you know why? Because you're an amazing husband and an even better father. I'm an amazing husband. I'm an amazing husband. You have never once forgotten my birthday or our anniversary for that matter. And your gifts are always thoughtful and exactly what I need. Well, I'm not the only one. You saved money for six months. Six months to buy me that necklace last year. And it looks amazing on you. I'm proud to wear it. Thank you. Thank you. You guys are terrible at arguing. You are my favorite child. So that video <laughs> that you just heard, you can actually hear a video, but you heard the sounds from that video. It's our love fight. It's a love fight video, which we recorded that or did that. How long ago? 2001. 2001. It's been a year ago. 2001. I mean, 2001 yeah, 2021. 20 <laughs> so we did that last year for our small We probably group. did that in 2001. Just not married. <laughs> no, probably so. Something similar to that. Because we're very sarcastic whenever we do stuff. Very. And uh, we had to tone that down big time whenever we uh, whenever we had kids. Because our kids are like, why are you always fighting? <laughs> they didn't understand. No, they did not understand our sarcasm. But that was a video we recorded for our small group over a year ago. And my wife just kind of reposted that on the social media uh, last week. No. Um, it's been one, It's been within the past couple of weeks. Yes, I would say maybe two weeks or so ago. But we wanted to share that with you because the I guess viralness that that video went to us anyway. Well, yeah, our um, can, yeah for like normal you and me, it was viral. It was, it was yeah. mind blowing. So what? Just it reached it reached over a million people. But you have all the stats. Of yes. What happened? It's, on um, it was exciting to watch because I got a notification that your video is being viewed. So I check it out. I think I'd maybe there was a thousand views. Maybe it says like 1.2 K. Like, <laughs> so uh, like 1200 uh, people. saw 1200 people to me. It's a ton. That's a lot of people, a right? Lot of people. So it had reached up to, um, 9,000. Or something. I said that's not right. It was like within an hour, almost. It was within two hours. I think it was two within to like two hours, and then it get, it flagged a notification again, and I said, "Powers, this is ridiculous. Some something's wrong. This has eleven thousand views." Yeah, it's like the data is completely incorrect. <laughs> so. <laughs> the number has stopped climbing for some reason, but and that, that's, that's not that a bad thing. It's just. No. I haven't said anything about it or done anything. No, it is crazy. So I forget social media. It reached exists. over a million people. It's, but it says um, it reached 1.1 million people. Crazy. Million. That's a ton of people a for, people. you know, just average me and you. Yeah. And it has been seen. This is mind blowing. 620 point seven thousand times whatever the point seven is so it's like so six hundred twenty thousand seven hundred people ish 
Yeah, I guess that's the point seven. Viewed it. What? Yeah, it's mind blowing. But it's, I'm not done with the mind blowing stuff, Powers. Let's go. I wrote down statistics before we hit record that you don't know about. <laughs> Let's you ready hear it. for it? Yep. I found this one very, very interesting because there's always some kind of feedback. And owning a business, you know, typically you, I mean, we hear it because Ugh, it's, people. it's only the negative. You never hear the good. Well, for me, no news is good news, <laughs> essentially, yep. right? Well, there has been zero, I'm saying zero is not a none, zilch, zero negative feedback. That's kind of crazy to think about. Zero negative feedback? You none. almost kind of want some negative feedback so we can be like Wendy's. Who just completely <laughs> roasts the people who, who yes. provide negative feedback? Yes, I've I've seen um, Dallas Jenkins does the same thing with the yes, chosen. I love it. Oh, it's it's fantastic. Because if you don't have haters, you're not anything until you. You're so, somebody needs to hate on us quickly. Yes, no, I'm absolutely. just kidding. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there are plenty. <laughs> oh yeah, I know that there probably are, but they just don't want to give us the credit because that would give you know. Right. Maybe there's maybe there's smarter haters out there now. So no negative feedback. There was zero negative feedback, which blew my mind. But there's more mind blowing news. Girls, I don't know what I've done to you, but I get it, but I don't. The statistics on the male female viewing, it also gave me that information. I was like, whoa, we're getting serious here. You know how insurance, sometimes it'll pay 80-20, 80%, but you yep. got to pay the 20%. The girls are that 20%. Ha, men are awesome. So that means the men viewed it. Men view 80%. That's just because they, they, they see a, you know, a, a very pretty woman on screen like, yep, I'm going to watch this one. <laughs> sex sells. I mean, <laughs> but I'm not saying that I'm sexy or I'm selling sex, but... <laughs> I hope not. We that's another conversation. <laughs> We're in trouble. Yeah, those people end up dead in their front yard. So out of that, the men and the women, the ages were from seventeen to sixty-five. It's quite a wide range. That is but, huge. But that fits relationships. It does, and because uh, seventeen people are kind of starting to get into serious ones. Up to sixty-five people mm-hmm. have hopefully been married for a while. So I mean, I'm, that fits. I was your girlfriend at 15. Exactly. I mean, I turned 16 the next month, but still. Still. I was 15. Exactly. <laughs> and the, the statistics also showed me where it's been viewed. So where at? You ready for this? Let's go. And your starting lineup for the Merry Day of video. <laughs> India. Nice. Overwhelming response in India. They love us in India. I guess we're the cool people in India. I guess so. What else? South Africa. I like South Africa. That's where the sharks jump out of the water. I'm dying to go to South Africa. South Africa. Uh, Japan. Germany. The UK. Singapore. Australia. New Zealand. And of course... The US of A. You know, that's it's funny with those stats because that almost falls in line where we're seeing the the, the podcast yes. reach. Uh, so that that's pretty cool. So we say all that really to say this, but thank you. 
yeah uh, for that because it's uh it blew our minds that the numbers would ever look like that so uh thank you to everyone who viewed it and for real and hate everything about it and it just kept <laughs> viewing. and and you know we we see that with with the numbers on in podcasts and everything so uh thank you on behalf it's of just, the yeah. married af podcast is our, our recording mafia the mafia i know i haven't talked about this or have we talked about this i think i don't we know have. the married af internet audience yeah we try to make it think. all a thing <laughs> it's pretty cool yeah um, so yes m-a-f-i-a <laughs> yeah, so mafia. you guys are our mafia there we go married a-f you know m-a-f internet da, 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 da. audience uh so thank you very much <laughs> um, maybe we need to get t-shirts made maybe we'll 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 branch out one of these days but we want feedback we really do it's really cool to it's fun to talk to people. It's fun to hear perspectives. It's fun to hear questions and thoughts and ideas, which we've we've got some, and we'll feature those in, in future episodes. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe we should also apologize because the amount of people who have asked, um, where where have you guys been? Well, we haven't really been anywhere. We just have a lot going on. So I'm sorry we haven't sent you guys a new podcast to listen to. Yeah, you know, we're not the greatest at a set schedule. Um, I mean, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Well. I am a very scheduled person. Yes. I'm talking about as far as the podcast and the recordings and the regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> yes. You know, like if you got your, your your TV guide way back in the day, you had regularly <laughs> scheduled programming. Like, well, like I'm going to watch Jeopardy every day at three o'clock. Well, like when James, but I don't when get James it. Spann comes on the TV, our local weather guy, who's the greatest weather guy on the face James of the planet. James Spann's the man. When he comes on, on TV, he will say, when we're, hey, we're going to go back to regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> we're not so regularly scheduled yet on the Merry Day Off well, podcast. I, I, find, I find that to be a little bit my fault. Strictly because I'm, I'm still not all the way on board with this powers. I know you're not, but but you're getting there. I'm I'm slowly getting there. I f- I just feel I talk too much already, and my dad always told me I had a face for radio. <laughs> that was so mean. Now that I know that, that is real. so mean. <laughs> but actually, you got a face for the movie screens. Oh, shut up. Anyways, um. I'm done with that too. So we're we're gonna get to a regular scheduled Program. podcast thing. We are. But we just haven't. We just haven't yet. We're gonna get there. We're but we just had there. a lot. I mean, I know. I hate saying, oh, we're just so busy. Because we're not, because we can make time for it. Busy busy is a stupid word. <laughs> I hate when people say, oh, I'm so busy. You ask every, I'm so busy. Busy is just like, you get nothing accomplished when you're busy. That's you're just sitting dumb. doing nothing. That's dumb. <laughs> That's dumb. That's dumb. So we're back. We have episode 14 today. Yes. Now, wait a minute. We might have a very exciting next one because we, we're, we're gearing up for some stuff that has been actually on our hearts for a while, but... We got to do some research first. Yes. And our research starts this week. Starts this week. Do you want to tell everyone where we're going? We are going to Dallas, Texas. Yes. We are going to a marriage conference. Yes, we are. This is huge for us because we have always been 100,000% against marriage conferences. Well, you know, I think when we're against stuff and then we go experience it, like, oh, well, that was that was pretty cool. 
pretty yeah. Cool. So, so I'm really looking forward to it. I think it'll well, be Well, look really at all time. this stuff that I've been completely, completely, 1,000% against all of the women's ministry with our church. Yes. And you are like. And now I'm one of the hosts. <laughs> Your neck dig that out. Um, and it's great. It is so much it's fun. So great. But I was a thousand percent against it. Mm-hmm. All these catty women, God no. But that was my same, that is, or I should say was, my mentality with marriage conferences because all I ever thought the girls were getting together to do were either bash their husbands or cry about things and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Not it's not even close. So my mentality on marriage conferences, oh, well, those people are going to marriage conferences because their marriages are jacked up. Yeah, but that's <laughs> not Okay, so they're just looking to improve. Well, yeah. From wherever you stand, whether it's good, bad, or ugly, mm-hmm. but it can always get better. Yeah. Because no marriage is, is perfect. No. But you want to constantly progress. Yeah. And get better at it. So, so we're excited to go to the marriage conference this and it's, weekend. It's in, um, well, it's technically Grapevine, Texas. Yeah, but it's Dallas, Texas. We're flying into Dallas. But we'll have all day Friday. And then at the end of the thing on Friday night, we have a date night. Yep. So when we got the little itinerary two days ago. Yeah. And when I got it, I knew I got it before you did. So I was so excited about it. I screenshot it and I sent it to him. No one here already had it, but he just hadn't opened up the email yet. yet. Well, I'm glad you didn't because it got you all jacked up as well. But the date night was, whoa, this is cool. Not expecting. I love the unexpected. Yes. And what blew my mind was on Saturday, there's going to be a vow renewal. Yes. To to close the whole thing out, there's a vow renewal. And I know people are like, oh, that's stupid. We have had our vows renewed before. On the field at Fenway Park. Yeah, baby. I don't know if it gets much better than that. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry, marriage conference. Yours is going to be great and fun. It's going to be awesome, but I mean, we on were the on the Fenway, field. Watch out. That's cool. Yes. That's good stuff. <laughs> so we're really excited about the marriage conference. So hopefully we come away with uh, a lot of information, a lot of insight. Mm-hmm. It's the XO Marriage the Conference. XO Marriage Conference, which they're a huge corporation almost. Yeah. ministry. And I'm um, really excited. Focus is so much on marriage. Um, Speakers and, and... Everything I've seen, it looks like they, they do a really good job. Mm-hmm. We're going to Ed Young's church. Going to Ed Young's church, Fellowship Fellowship church, church yeah. Um, in Grapevine. So, and I, I've been there twice for, for different conferences and it's... Uh, they do it right whenever they're... they're they go big. So they go big. And, and it's exciting. I really do hope I get to eat... Uh, to get to... Bleh, if I could have words that... Makes sense. Um, I really do hope I get a one-on-one with Ed Young. Oh boy! He's why so do you nice. say that? Well, he's so entertaining. Well, this is and wh- captivating. Well, that's why I want to meet him first of all. But you have told me numerous of times. Oh my God, you're the female version of Ed Young. You're bit. just you're just as crazy as he is. Yeah, because yeah, but could, it's a good crazy. He it's not be all over the place. Um, kind of like this podcast should have started out with something else, but now we're over here with Ed Young. I <laughs> know oh, we're fifteen minutes in. We have touched on nothing. We have we nothing about today. these notes that are in front of me. So, uh, but we said all that really just say thank you, thank you for uh, you know viewing the video and following us along on this journey. Yeah. Um, so our next podcast, podcast, but this next one we should have which has, some good stuff. I plan us. to take a lot of notes. Lots of notes. Tons of notes. So. so Today, though, whoop, whoop. we are talking on episode 14. Uh, it happened, it, it, this idea and this topic came up from a <laughs> we had <this> post on <laughs> social media you saw a few weeks ago, and we started working on this about two or three weeks ago. Yeah. 
on this. Just but really kind of the, the post was and the main question was, why do marriages not last as long as our grandparents do? Because when we look at our grandparents and older people around us and on our families, you will see the 40th and 50th and 60th and sometimes even 70th and 75th wedding anniversary celebrations. And you're thinking, oh my God, that's We're such never gonna a get long there. time. Yeah. But whenever you look at marriages now, you it's hard for us to see that now. They're not celebrated as much. And I think as you know, our generation gets older and even some of the generation before us, they just don't last as long. So we did some digging and pulled some statistics up uh, that were kind of surprising, but the current average length of a marriage right now, and this is world, or this is in America right now is 8.2 years. That was not shocking to me. That necessarily wasn't, but some of the other stuff uh, just, was. Just because of that. The 8.2, I like well, they had the, the 8.2 on there. It was 8.2 years. <laughs> the, the shocking thing to me is that if you go back to 1950, you would think, well, marriages are lasting so much longer. So obviously that's going to be actually in 1950, the average marriage was only 5.8 years. It was much less than it is now. But what that's we, really hard to, but believe. what we did see is currently the divorce rate in America is 50%. It's half of every marriage in our country ends in divorce. So if wow. you look at, your very best friend in their marriage, one of you two is getting divorced based on statistics, Yep, which is terrible to see. It's the way America is the sixth highest in the world. But you see that the average age or average years now is 8.2 years compared to 5.8 in 1950. But the divorce rate in 1950 was only 16%. It's insane. It was so much less. So that's why, yes. You think just people last, were dying? I mean, there was war. Possible. I, I mean, could be. But World you just see one, so right? so fewer divorces then than you do now. So yeah, although the because divorce was completely frowned upon. Oh, then. it was horribly frowned upon. Mm-hmm. Um, some other interesting things is that sixty percent of all second marriages get divorced. Seventy three percent of all third marriages to get divorced. I'm sure if you go to fifth, sixth, and seventh, you know, I, I hate to say this, <laughs> eventually, <laughs> eventually, <laughs> it becomes a you problem. I'm sorry. If you've been married five, six, seven times and it's still not working, you need to look at yourself because it's definitely not the other person you've been getting married uh, to. Or they're just getting married because they need that other person's money. I, you know, possibly, you know, <laughs> at first it's all about the love and then it's definitely not. About no, the love. it's about that pocketbook. So the, the more marriages you have, the, the more likelihood that, yeah, those are also going to fail, um, which is, which is kind of crazy and horrible to, to think about. Mm-hmm. So, when we look at marriages, I found another another study that was done. The years in which you're most likely to get into a divorce, years one and two were actually the highest risk of divorce. What? Yes. The first really? two years were the highest risk. And some of the reasons for that were huh. it's the first time two people are actually coming together and living with each other. Really? Um, I didn't think that was a thing anymore. It still is a thing in a way. Uh, but there is a lot of cohabitation now, but I know other studies have shown that just because you live together before marriage doesn't mean it's going to be successful in the marriage. Like, what does that little piece of paper that gets notarized do to you? Yeah. I mean, you're already living together. You're doing everything else together. Well, what uh, makes it different? I think that people are saying, okay, well, this is it now. So I can settle in and relax. I don't need to take care of myself. Um, I don't need to take care of you. I'm going to do my thing. We're married. We're not going anywhere. It, it's over. Um, you know, I, I'm going to settle in here and 
We're just going to be married and be miserable for the rest of our lives. <laughs> and that's how people look at it. A couple of reasons I, yeah. in years one and two is money. Uh, two people come together and they have different thoughts on money. Um, there's a lot of hidden debt a lot of the time that you know maybe the husband didn't know about the wife's or her shopping problem and the $40,000 in credit card debt <laughs> that she showed up with. That causes problems. You, might, but you guys need to start doing credit checks on each other if you're not married yet. Credit check, background check, all the above. <laughs> uh, and 10% of all failed marriages happen within the first two years. Interesting. Yes. See, I would have gone with a seven-year. Well, we're going to get to that in just oh. a second. Years three and four are an average, uh, average risk of divorce. Uh, that typically comes whenever kids come into the picture, typically age, or years three and four of the marriage you have kids and that usually becomes a make or break point where, all right, we have kids. We're in it for the long haul or we have kids. I'm sticking out till we're at least 18 and I'm out of here. There's that mindset, Yeah, <laughs> but we have, I ain't paying child support. We have the kids and there's two <laughs> different mindsets of parenting. There's two different mindsets of I can handle the kids or I can't handle the kids. I'm out of here. I'm done. I don't want anything to do mm-hmm. with this. But the next highest risk for divorce is years five through eight. Okay. See, and this, this is- totally comes within the seven-year itch, which we talked about on a previous episode, the yep. seven-year itch. And <laughs> I remember on our seventh anniversary, you were, baby, seven years. You got that itch yet? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you say that. Oh, God, why? Because the studies have shown that a woman's desire to cheat is the highest after six years. Interesting. And that, in fact, women are 32% more likely to cheat than men are after six years of marriage. Well, I don't know why. <laughs> okay, I probably should have taken my medicine earlier because I just didn't, and my mind is all over the place. <laughs> and I apologize for everyone who listens, but my ADHD mind. So when you said seven years and you were going into the... 32% of women are likely to cheat at six years. And that's look, my mind went straight to, well, duh, because your taste buds change every seven years. <laughs> you are terrible. It's true, but that is true about food and your taste buds. But that's where my mind went when you're talking about. Well, it is. Uh, it's, it's, and that maybe I mean, that's what it is. There is truth I don't. But, you know, the women are, are more likely to get the itch after seven years. Um, and I, I believe that it has something to do with men guys you're lazy mm. okay you are we get lazy and we get into the routine and then the habit and we get stuck in our ways of this is the way we're going to do things and this is how it's going to be and i'm going to have the things that i like and the things that i enjoy it's me, i'm not me, going me, to me. eat well anymore i'm not going to go to the gym i'm not going to go take a walk i'm not going to spend any quality time with my wife and it just so yeah, the the women, and we're going to talk about this here in a couple of minutes, but a lot of the needs are not being met. And one. maybe that's why their taste buds change powers. Absolutely. That's why their <laughs> taste buds change. Um, age, or years nine through 15 are at the lowest risk. Um, They're just giving up and they didn't know that each other's Well, spouse. not necessarily. The, <laughs> they what, can't what the, anybody What else. the study showed was that <laughs> as the children start to get older, and you've made it through the years of a newborn and a toddler the parent satisfaction actually grows together in the relationship. Ooh. Those are some of the strongest years or, or nine years, nine through 15 in their marriage where the parents and the husband and wife, their satisfaction in the marriage 
is is at one of its highest points. It's because the kids are about to get out their house. That's part of it. Then, uh, <laughs> We're after, about to party again. After six years. We have a years, we have a countdown going on that one. Yeah, well, yeah, well, Cashman's never leaving. The He's house. never going to move out. Um, but after after sixteen years and up, it's just an average risk. Uh, part of the reason kids being out of the house, they're gone, and and a married couple feels like, all right, well, we raised the kids, they're out of the house. We're both stable. We can both do our own thing. We can both support each, our own, ourselves, and we don't need each other to support each other. So we're just going to go our separate right, ways and live our own lives now. Mm-hmm. And There's not they just stuck in there until the kids left. But I really don't understand that either. Well, I, I think it comes back to what we've talked about in previous episodes: is they did not make the marriage a priority mm. during that time because now the kids are gone, and it's like, who are you? You're, we're lit. We, I have to deal with you. Yeah. Like we're roommates. Like, Hey, we're roommates. You know, can mm-hmm. we get out of this lease and we'll just go get new apartments somewhere? Uh, that type <laughs> of mentality. I'm um, just going to get rid of a bad roommate or mm-hmm. a roommate. We don't want to spend time with anymore. Maybe we're just sick and tired of this room because they become a roommate. That's exactly time. what it is. Yeah. Sad. Oh, it's terrible. But that's typically what happens. So you're going to get tired of me when I become your roommate. No. I'm going to be it's the most be annoying. Room, my roommate. What are you talking about, my roommate? <laughs> I am your roommate. We share a bed. Yeah. <laughs> but you're not a roommate. My goodness gracious. I'm all um, over the place. I apologize. But just a few other things on marriage is ending. Um, the reasons why, we always hear the main reason why. Money, trust, lack of commitment, unrealistic expectations. Money for us was, um, I don't think that was everything. No, because we didn't have any. (laughs) (laughs) Never have. (laughs) I mean, just never had any. Not a thing. What what a thing at all. (laughs) I mean, we bought groceries from the Dollar Tree. Y'all ever ever had Dollar Tree fish? Tilapia? (laughs) If you've ever had $1 tilapia fish from the Dollar Tree. It is so good when you are poor. Oh, that's like, that's I bet it'd still be good though. Oh, no. Probably so. It's better than ramen noodles every night for dinner. But we've been there. <laughs> yes. So money was never an issue, but money's a huge <laughs> issue because you want to, you know, we want to have that. Insta- all the things. We want the Instagram lifestyle to prove to everyone else how we've got it all together, mm-hmm. how, how wealthy we are. And we like to go on the trips and show how awesome everything is. And it causes problems. Uh, other reasons are just, uh, you know, affairs. I said unrealistic expectations. Another reason are, are influences or are the people around us who influence us. Um, it has been uh, studies have shown that people who are friends with someone who is divorced are 140 percent more like 147 percent more likely to get divorced. Well, if there's 50-50 shot, it's either me or you, and you're seeing your best friend who's divorced ha- living it up at the oh, club, living it up at the and club. you're like, oh my God, that boy is so hot grinding up on her. I want somebody fine grinding up on me. I am not happy anymore. Exactly. Especially when, hu- especially when husband, That's you're sitting dumb. on the couch watching the game. Stop being drink, lazy, boys. With, with your gut hanging out. <laughs> your beard, Hand say, down your pants. Being Al Bundy. <laughs> Yeah. It makes sense. It does. It makes sense. I would want that, maybe? No. Um, maybe. No. no. <laughs> I hope not. You're not going to be sitting on the couch with your hands down your pants. No, definitely not. Drinking a beer, watching the game, demanding my supper, woman. No, it's not going to happen. You ain't ever getting um, supper. And it's actually also house. that um, people who are not involved in church. Come on, Pastor. People who uh, do not have Jesus in their lives and that foundation 
not just for their life, but for their relationship are 14% more likely to get divorced. Just because mm-hmm. you go to church does not mean you will never get divorced. Nope. Doesn't, doesn't mean that at all. Not at all. But if you fully put your whole relationship with Jesus as the foundation, yeah, he's not going to let that break. Guess what? Those expectations just went up. Like the number, if you have, if Jesus is number one with you and number one with your spouse, oh my gosh, you're supposed to love your spouse the way Jesus loved the church, men. There you go. Well, that's exactly where we are going next. And it's funny. I just turned the page, so I don't know what's going next. That's actually exactly (laughs) what we're talking about. Because it tells us in Ephesians chapter five, and we talked about this. Oh, yes, today, let me get my church notes out today. Which was crazy because we we kind of wrote out this episode a few weeks ago, and we we talked about this really verbatim um, at church today. And it's Ephesians chapter five, and most women and men hate this scripture because they're thinking, "Well, I'm not doing that." Mm-hmm. Because they're thinking about what the world tells us. But Ephesians chapter five tells you, wives submit to your husbands yeah i used to think it was a dirty word yeah well it- submit i mean this no no this is our bc life not that some i guess i was thinking dirty <laughs> when i hear submit like whoop no, that that, that yeah, that's, that's some all, weird stuff that goes context. on in a bedroom way down the hall that nobody knows about kind of thing you know but that was where my mind was going to go. Yeah. But today, when Brendan Matthews is, I mean, I've heard the verse tons of times. We've even used it in our small group. We've talked about it on the podcast. But still, it's considered women, mostly, it's like an offensive word. Well, it is. And, and but, kind of what he explained today was it's viewed offensive in today's culture. In culture. As in submit, like taking all my power away. Mm-hmm. Like, if I, I submit, sense, yes. then I get nothing. Yes. And, but the thing is, when we stop at that verse, yeah, I could see where we would get mad. But then you have to realize that the next thing is that the hub, husband is supposed to love his wife as Jesus loved the church, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, so, it's verse 25 of, of chapter five, it says, for husbands, because he goes, it goes right after the women, submit to mm-hmm. your husbands, and then right there, it goes, hey, man, you're you're not, you know, you're not out on this. I mean, when they heard that submit part, the men were like, yeah, baby. Yeah, she's going to submit to me. Oh, yeah, bring me my bear. But no, right <laughs> after that. No. He says, he's laying it out for you boys. Love your wives. And like, oh, well, yeah, I love Yeah, I got wife. this. Yeah, big, that's a, no, love your wives just as Christ loved the church. And, you know, spoiler alert, in case you don't know, that's a Jesus, big deal. Y'all. Jesus loved the church so much. He, <laughs> he gave his life. He died for, for it. The church. How many of you boys out there going to die for your wives? He gave everything. I'm sure you would think about it, but for, the for real. Church. Yeah. So, husbands, we are supposed to love our wives. We are. Yeah. More than anything. The, the, I mean, the new thing, you know, God made Adam and Eve, a man and a woman. The things that people don't want to talk about now are being gay or lesbian or binary. Yeah. And I've told, we've had this discussion before, just you and I. I've never said it out loud to anybody else, but hey, here we go. Might as well. The binary thing kind of kind of irritates me in a way because I am a person that is for always 
for justice mm-hmm. and diversity. Oh, absolutely. Because that's what heaven's going to look like. Yes. Why do I want to just stick with these old boring white people? Listen, <laughs> um, there will be people in heaven that you probably didn't like. Nope. And that you disagreed with and that voted y'all differently got, than y'all you Y'all gotten very big fights on Facebook, I'm sure. Yes, over <laughs> all sorts of nonsense that doesn't matter. But there will be people in heaven who you don't like, who you can't stand, who you think are always wrong and incorrect, and they grew up on the wrong side of the neighborhood, and they're a different color than you, and they have different mindsets. But guess mm-hmm. what? They're going to be there whether you like it or not. It's not up to you. No. But the new, the new cool thing is to be binary, right? Where you don't you're not a boy or you're not a girl. You just identify as them or they. To me, I feel like those are fighting words. I'm sorry. Yeah. It just takes me back to where you could not, white people and, I'm doing air quotes here, colored people could not be in the same room. Yeah. They have their own toilets. We have ours. That's just a big separation for me. Yeah, it is. It and is. it really just pisses me off to no end. So I don't want to go down that trail. Yeah, let's not go down that trail. But what I'm saying is we we have men and we have women. Yes. We may have men that want to be women and we have men that want to be women. Men, women, you know, women I think I said men, men yeah. something, you know what I'm talking you're going. about. You know where I'm going. I'm trying to talk faster than I'm Yes. going in my brain. But there should not I feel like those words are racist. The binary words are racist. Yes. I'm not okay with racism ever. So God made men, God made women. Sorry if anybody needed is is offended by that. Actually, I'm not. If you're offended, you needed to hear it. Because if you are a Christian, most likely you're listening to this podcast and we believe what the Bible says. The Bible is the truth, the way, and the life. I'm sorry. We believe the Bible front to If back, you don't, front. If it's then maybe different. we're not the podcast you need to be listening to. I'm not afraid to say it. No. And I'm not I'm not trying to pick a fight with anybody, but maybe here comes our people. Here comes our Z. <laughs> our zero just went to, whoa, we just pissed off 100 people powers. Sorry about that. Maybe so. Hey, we got some haters now. But I don't what? care. But this, this is, t- Jesus, I mean, it is in the Bible. The Bible is it. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's, it's the truth whether we like it or not. And there are things in the Bible that are uncomfortable and we don't like, but it is it is. That's what we believe. 100%. That's what the truth. Now, when we say this, so we talk about binary and he and she and them and they and all this, we still take the Bible for what Jesus said was to love yes. people. No matter what you think or what you believe or how you identify it's not going to change the love that we will have for other people. No. We're still going to treat because, them well. We're still going to be kind to them. Yeah. We're still going to show them love. We're still going to support them and help them in any possible way we can. But we do want to help them see what Jesus has done for us. Yeah. In our lives, in our relationships. We are the family. light for them. Yes, absolutely. So I mean, we're going to treat every single we person have, with love. Yeah, we have tons of friends that are gay and are married. Mm-hmm. Attended their weddings. Yes. And you know we what? Have, I love them. Lo- you love them. We have people that are in our families that are 100% atheist. Guess what? Still we still love, love them. them. Absolutely. We even still have conversations about God. Yeah. Like, how? I mean, those are things that I am very okay with talking about. Not an argument. I'm not going to argue with anybody about, well, that's wrong. I'm like, okay, if that's what you believe, I understand. I've been there. Yeah. 
I was the first one to say, <laughs> Jesus, yeah, he walked on water. <laughs> no. I was that person. Yeah. I didn't want people praying for me. I I swear, I remember telling my, my family, don't you dare say anything to me because I refuse to raise my children in church. Yeah, I remember that. I absolutely remember that. And now look at us. Look at us now. Look at you, pastor, sitting well, over it's, there. <laughs> it's, it's when you submit... It's, I mean, to Jesus and, we, and, and submit hardcore your life there, believe it changes everything. It does. It changes everything. And I, I, we just, are living proof. We of want us. everyone to be able to experience what we have experienced. Mm-hmm. And we will never do that in a harmful or harsh way towards anybody. Um, we are all f- have free will to make whatever decisions we want to make in our lives. Mm-hmm. And I respect that from from anybody, uh, whether we disagree or agree with it. Um, it doesn't really matter. It's not for us to judge, but no. the only thing we're here to do is to love people. Yep. And if we see a need for someone and we can meet that need and we can help somebody, I don't care what you look like, how you identify, what your belief is. If we can meet the need of somebody, we're going to meet the need. Yeah. And when they say thank you, well, you know, this was all Jesus. This is not us. This was not we us. don't want any credit. Don't tell anybody our name. You just tell them God did it. <laughs> God Plug did out it. to Sanchez Tannehill. What? That's right. God did it. <laughs> Go check out the merchandise. God did apparel. <laughs> I better get some payback on that, Sanchez. I need a new shirt. <laughs> but speaking of needs, the reason why I was breaking it down to the binary, it's a he and she. That's all it is. And when it comes to a marriage, marriage is to be a man and a woman. It is. It is. Even though that there's gay marriages. Okay. Yeah. It's not the way God designed it. But that's, if that's what you're doing, fine. Great. But we're going to talk about the needs of what women need to do for their man. Yes. Well, women women have needs and men have yeah. needs. And I think that boils down to, to the reason we're seeing the divorce rate where it is. Because needs are not being met because we're so dead gum selfish and stuck in our own minds mm-hmm. of what we want. Or we don't care what anyone else thinks. We don't care if anyone else is satisfied. We don't care if anyone else feels loved. As long as I get mine, I don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. And that, It's that's a very selfish to. mentality. So women have needs. You want to tell uh, mm-hmm. tell some people, men, make sure you're listening up because <laughs> women have some needs. And we're going to go yes. through these pretty quickly. But I also want to say this to the women. And this is what Brandon Matthews kind of, it blew my mind in the submit. We've always said that submit's a dirty word. It's... Oh, I'm not submitting to anything. I'm not. Have you met my it? piece of junk husband? Right. I'm not submitting to that. Exactly. Garbage. Yeah. But submit for me was that bad word until this morning when it was a. Okay, here it is. Submit equals empowerment. You're empowering yourself. Yes. Because when your husband is there loving you the way Jesus loved the church. Yes. What does that mean? Oh my gosh, it will change your life. Yes, I know your husband needs to love you more. Or probably needs to go to church with you or something like that. Yeah. But I'm telling you, when these things are done and they're done the right way, life is going to be completely changed. So don't think of submit as a bad word. It's you're it's empowering. And, and just to touch on what you said about maybe your husband's need to be at church. The 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 Bible tells us that the men are supposed to be the spiritual leaders of the house. Mm-hmm. But in today's world, I believe that if you took a a look at everyone 
I think the women are, for the most part, percentage-wise, the spiritual leaders in most houses. I think the men have backed away, and we are failing our families and our wives by not being the spiritual leader. I think the, a lot of women have stepped up and said, well, I'm going to carry that, and hopefully one day my husband will, will come along. I'm still going to submit to him. Mm-hmm. I'm going to submit to Jesus, uh, and hopefully he will eventually come up to where I am. But I think women have, have gone above and beyond to say, well, you know, I, I'm going to carry this this load for now. Yeah, it sucks and, to be in that unyoked um, relationship. Yeah. I, I don't, I couldn't imagine. No, it'd be, it'd be terrible. But women needs. Yes, men, women have needs. Listen up. I think for a lot of women, we just need to be, we need to feel safe. We need that security. Yes. Not a... I got all those guns in the safe, baby. We're we're good. That kind of security. I don't. I mean, that's that's part of it. I mean, if yes, when when you're if you're in listing sense, the, the but security that's not, needs, <laughs> I think that's way down on the list. Yes, that's not where I'm going with. Is that what I? She needs to feel. She needs to be 100 percent okay with spilling her heart. She needs to be able to tell you everything and know that you are not going to go off and tell your dude bros when you're at the gym. And you, uh, men, you don't have to fix that. I just want to tell you, yeah. that's a that's a big thing. That's a big misconception along among men. Oh my gosh, you're telling me about this. I don't know what to tell her. Well, how, let me fix it. Mm-hmm. No, I don't want it fixed. It needs to just be heard. That's why most people have therapists. It just feels really good to talk about it. Just need to get it all out. We need to know that our emotional needs are met. So in that security blanket that you need to be for us, we need to be able to cry. We need to know that we can laugh and we can be upset together and that you're okay with it. Yep. You don't have to fix it. If she cries when she's trying to tell you something, hold her. Yeah, support her. Be there for her. Find a tissue because sometimes we cry ugly. Yeah. Most of the time I cry really ugly. And um, um, another thing that falls under the security is financial needs. Yes, money is one of the main reasons why people get divorced. But if you don't just talk it out, I mean, communication. Ding, 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 ding. We have a winner. Communications, that's going to be, if you're able to talk to each other, you need to know what you can and cannot do. If this week I wanted to go out and buy another pair of Jordans, I would need to know if that's okay. Yes. Not yes. every relationship has that ex- extra spending cash. And if you do it without knowing what your budget is and you forgot to pay the power bill, well, you got a new pair of Jordans, but you can't see them because you can't turn the lights on. And when it comes to financial needs, which we could probably do 25 straight episodes on finances and marriage, uh, because it is so important and such a touchy subject for so many people. But at the end of the day, it's just stewarding well what you're given from God. Because everything that we're given, all our finances, mm-hmm. it's all given to us from it. So if we steward it well, we'll never go without. We'll never not have the needs met. And you will not. You will never not be able to meet the financial needs of your wife. She needs to know that, hey, she's going to be taken care of. Yeah. And that's another, um, the next one, affection. That's this doesn't mean one. let's pull the naked man on her and try to get some real quick. Naked man always works. It works like 60% of the time powers. 
Is that no? That's Sex Panther. <laughs> Sex Panther smells like pure gasoline. Sixty percent of the time, sixty percent of the time, it works every time. <laughs> Thank you, Brian Fantana. <laughs> it's the dumbest best movie ever. <laughs> but that doesn't mean pull the naked man for real. That's a find out what her love language is. Yes. If, so important. Because if Powers comes home with a bunch of gifts, I'm going to be like, what did you do? It's like, thank you, but... I don't uh, want that. would really just rather you, you know, mop the floor. <laughs> I want him to take out the trash without me having to go, Powers, take out the trash. Yes, or exactly. pull out the trash bag, because I don't take out the trash. I will put it by the door. And yep. as soon as he comes upstairs, you'll look, oh, guess I better take out the trash. <laughs> that Because those gifts mean nothing to me. I mean, there's five different love languages. Go find, there's love all language. kinds of. Just Google just love languages. Take the little quiz. Tell you right there. You need to know your husband's as well, but you need to have, know what you're getting into with those little bitty gestures. And, and affection doesn't mean you have to pet each other and hold each other because that's not one of my. I mean, the physical touch is one of those love languages. It's It's like. Number three. Yeah. But it, it is important to have physical yeah. touch, but you know, physical touch does not mean, Hey man, because I'm going to provide physical touch or some sort of affection that's going to lead to sex. You're not, you're not doing that with sex being the end goal and that being the reason you're doing this. You're, you're going to show your wife affection because you love her. Yeah. Well, sex can be the result of those affections. It can be the result, but it, but should never, it never should be the motivation. Exactly. It should never be the motivation. The motivation should be, I love my wife. I just want to hug her. I need to go buy her a gift so she can bang me tonight. Yeah. <laughs> that's no, not that okay. Way. Doesn't work that way. Yeah, that's not that's not that's zero affection. That's, that's you that's, are just horny. That's that's not healthy at all. No. Not not, not good. <laughs> but sex is good. Yeah. I mean, it's good for the relationship. It is. We'll get to that in a, in a moment. And the number three for this th- major things is the communication. Wow, look at that. Communication pops up again. Just let her talk. Let her get it out. At least pretend to care. I mean, fake it till you make it. Because you're once you get all of these things, you're gonna want to hear everything she says. Yeah. Like I wait every single day for you to get home, come home from work, because I have been away from you for eight plus hours. Yep. And who knows what's going on in our house at that moment? But no matter what it is, everything stops. Unless our kids have come in from outside and absolutely demolished their bodies somehow. <laughs> I, need a oh, I fell off the bike. I fell in the yeah, road. Something I was like jumping that. off the fence and fell in a tree. And, uh, who <laughs> yeah. knows with our children. Those things happen. And it has happened. It has. But as soon as you get home, it's, we pick that conversation up. I just love catching up for, with the day. Yes. No matter what it is. Well, it's just, it's, I took the dog for a walk today. No, actually, I did not take the dog for the walk today. I took our bearded dragon for a walk today. You know, those kind of with things. With his dragon wings. Mm-hmm. We went and we went on a scooter ride. He held onto the back of my shoulders while, you know, and that has happened. <laughs> yes, so, it has. Very funny, actually. <laughs> I love summertime. But just let it happen. But those are the main things that women need. Women need those. When men. you get those, Yeah. And You're are, going to get you some, boys. There are a ton of other needs that women need, but those, I think, are three of the major ones. needs. Um, yeah. 
there. This is so going to majorly help you out, boys. Men's needs. Just I would say three three things men need. Um, the first being honor and respect. Yeah, that's good. Honor your husbands. Respect your husbands. Speak well of your husbands. <sighs> lift him up. Don't constantly tear him down. I think we see this a lot. It's so irritating. Where women just beat their husbands down to the point where they don't want to really support you. They don't mm-hmm. want to be around you. They don't want to really do anything to help you. They don't want to show that affection or that security or mm-hmm. communication. They're like, gosh, you're just going to yell at me. What you feel in your heart, it overflows through the mouth and your words and your tongue can be life and death. Yes. So if you're speaking life into your husband, guess what? It's going to happen. Yes. Let, you keep talking negative about him. Yeah. It's not going to change. Yeah. Just and let him know. Him. Even, even whenever maybe he does something that's not awesome. Still tell him how awesome it is mm-hmm. and how let him be is. able to fail. Yes, because well, that's actually number two is to oh. support him. Let the man fail. Mm. Don't don't try and step in and, and fix every single situation. It's like the affection with yes. the girls or communication. Yes, don't don't tell him how he's doing it wrong. Don't or, try to tell him how to do it either. No, let let him fail and be there to support him whenever he does. Because we learn whenever we fail. If, mm-hmm. we, if no one ever failed in their lives, we would have no innovation, no inventions, nothing amazing of all the technology and stuff. That's all beca- happens because of failure. I mean, look at WD-40. Yes. I mean, it's the most creative name in the world. Water displacement on the 40th try. <laughs> This guy's cr- tried to create something for, you know, like what WD-40 is. And it's just, if this was the 40th try, he got it right. You know, if he got it right on the 39th time, it would have been WD-39 <laughs> instead of WD-40. But WD-39 yeah. doesn't roll off the top. He fell like, 39 times. Yes. Dyson vacuums, when they created Dyson vacuums, <laughs> they had 5,000 prototypes that failed before they finally figured it out and got it right. Just think, so, all right, well, I failed. Uh, this, this was no good. We wouldn't have Dyson. Right. We wouldn't have anything if we just quit after we we failed. Um, I love what Genesis says. It says it's uh, it's not good for a man to be alone. So he created Eve, mm-hmm. Adam and Eve. I will make a helper who is just right for him. When Doesn't God that created, make that submit woman, word so much easier? Yes. When God created Eve and created woman, he made a helper. We need we need men. We need help. Mm-hmm. Men need help in a lot of different ways, in a lot of different scenarios, with a lot of different stuff that's going on. We need help. We don't get it right a lot. A lot of times we're dumb. But there goes, there's just that, the love language. Find your love language. Yes, it's, it's so... It's life-changing when you know what your husband's love language is. Because I buy Matthew Powers things all the time, and it's pointless. And it's great. I like it and everything, but I just want to spend time. But the amount of clothes and shoes that are in the closet that still have tags on them because... Not shoes. I've been wearing the shoes. shoes Finally, because your friends have made so much fun of you. They have made fun. You're welcome. And that's not what he wants. Same with me. He can bring me all the gifts, but those are not what we want. Those are not what we need. Find those things and it's going to change your life. So we need honor and respect. We need support. And last thing men need, men need sex. They just do. Not that kind of sex. It's, uh, <laughs> men, men do. It, it is a need. God created it. God created sex from the get-go. And it was it's good. A, it's a gift to, to <laughs> men and women. It is good. But men need sex. Mm-hmm. It's not a want. It's but a need. it is an actual Need and the Bible even the Bible even says do not withhold sex. Don't unless do you it. both agree on it. Unless you both agree on it, but then don't, don't do it for very long. Come back to it. Yes, come back to it. Don't. <laughs> I mean, it, it is because men are. Let's just be honest. Men are always ready to go. 
But man, you can't just walk through the door, throw your stuff down and say, hey, baby, I'm home. It's go time. Don't do the naked man. Don't do the (laughs) naked. It's not going to work when you just say, hey, now I expect it now. But man, work, work for it, man. If you want to, if you want to do it, do something, do something, (laughs) do something. Well, that, I mean, yeah, in a sense, but for you, yeah. I mean, my love, my love language is active service. Yes. So So Matthew knows that trash is laying there. I better do the the dishes. I better take out that trash. Oh, I better do it before she asks me to do it. Yeah. Then she'll see. Oh, she he does love me. But you should, you can't just jump right into it, man. You you got you have to you have to you have to <laughs> work up to it. <laughs> it's not just an on demand, and that goes back to being selfish. Like I'm going to get mine, and that's it. Mm. I mean, sex is, it's it was created by God. It's a great thing. It's awesome, but it should be done in which the way it was designed. But, but is it, did, it's let a me, need for man. Yes, and girls, you're not going to want to hear this. But in that part where the Bible straight up says, don't withhold the sex. There's a reason why you don't withhold the sex, because if you're withholding the sex, he's going to go get that sex from somebody else. Well, and here's the, here's the thing with, with all the needs we've talked for both the men and the women. Um, if these needs are not met, they're going to get met without you. Which is the cause, maybe a lot of a, reasons a divorce. for divorce. Absolutely, but yeah, men need sex. Mm-hmm. There will come a point in time where, because you did not meet that need, wives, they're going to go find it elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make it right. Mm-mm. Doesn't make it good. Mm-mm. Doesn't make it okay because it's the worst possible thing you could do, men. It's a terrible decision. But we're only human, and we are sinful people. But it's a need that has to be met, men. If you are not communicating with your wife, if you're not giving her security, affection. If you're not talking to her, she's going to go get that need met somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Whether it's with, she's uh, going to put something above you. Absolutely, she's going to go talk to her friends instead. You know, to maybe a family member, her mother. Her you sister. don't want that. No, she's going to she's going to go get the needs met elsewhere. Why? Why do you think men bury themselves in their jobs so much? Is for that whole honor and respect? Is maybe they're respected at work or mm-hmm. they have honor at work because they're not getting at home. So the reason they're at work 60, 70, 80 hours a week. Is because they're not getting that from their. They'd wife rather be there. Yes, because well, hey, I'm at work. People look up to me. Mm-hmm. People, you know, are appreciative of me here. If I go home, I'm just going to be told how bad I am and, mm-hmm. and how I don't get anything right. But it's here, a need. I'm, yes, it's a need that has to be met. And the reason we see all these needs met by other people other than your spouse is because our spouses are not meeting those needs. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's just something that has to be done. Yep. I just don't. I'm mean, I'm I'm in 100% agreement. Yeah, you are. I was laughed at at church a lot today. <laughs> yes, you are because you're very vocal. Because <laughs> that sex was on here. It was, and it's. I'm uh, looking at my notes. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people say you know you're not supposed to talk about sex at church. Well, yeah, it, it's in the Bible um, quite a bit. You know, mm-hmm. they, they talk about it a lot because it is. Um, it's an important topic. It's you know taboo. We're not supposed to talk about that, but it's it's important. It's out there. It's in this world, so we need to talk about it and, and make sure that we're doing things the correct way in which they were designed. Well, okay. So our number three point today was enjoy your marriage. Yes. And then um, Brandon Matthews gave us three extra little ways to enjoy your marriage. One was relationally. Um, you know, talk. How do you feel? Kind of thing. Yes. Have a relationship with each other. Whoa, what? And number two was sexually. 
and I just happened to yell out, come on, pastor. Yep. When it was dead silent. And you know, I'm dead silent. Well, it was pretty quiet. It was quiet. People had finished laughing because it's like, oh, it sex in church. Oh, we can't talk about that. It's uncomfortable. But it's 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 important to yeah. understand it. Well, here was my favorite thing of all that happened. It should have been the men going, yeah, baby, let's talk about sex in church. Are you kidding? Men took more notes today in church than they ever do. <laughs> uh, yep, submit. Yep, absolutely. Yes. Sex, absolutely. We're going to talk right. about this. Well, part. here's the thing. When I said that, of course, everybody laughed. Yep. And I didn't mean it to be funny. I meant it to be a, yeah, he's right. As in preach, pastor. He is right. But all the women. Okay. I have five females. I'm not going to name them. And I know that they listen to our podcast. So when they hear this, they're going to know. And one in particular, I saw, I cannot, I, I hit eyes with her first and she started pumping her fist and was like, yeah. <laughs> I even talked to her afterwards. She, and then the amount of women that came up said, I know that was you. That was so you right. that was talking, uh, said, come on, pastor, when they were talking about sex. And I just, all I could do was laugh. It's, it's funny because it's, it's uncomfortable. Because most of those people have been to one of our small groups where we gave an assignment for homework to go have sex. Do your homework, people. Go have sex. Yes. But men, you got to do something to get it. Yes. Man, if you want to do <laughs> Don't pull the naked man. If you want to It only that. works 60% of the time. <laughs> you got to do something. Um, so that's, that's, uh, that's pretty much it for today. We yeah. We need to wrap this thing up. Sure. Uh, but anything else? I think that's... Um, a lot it is a lot a lot to take you might have to listen to this one again may have to listen to it twice <laughs> really take listen women let your husbands listen to this one mm-hmm. men men are, men are gonna be like baby you gotta listen to this <laughs> listen to what they're yes, saying apparently we, gotta, we only have 20 percent of women that want to have yeah, anything men, to do with this anyways this. so if you're if you are 20 percent of those women you have my mindset i'm sure so thank you for listening but tell your other friends that maybe are questioning all the things that we talk about. AF is as followers. Yes. yes it's it, not yes. what they think. And oh my God, why would you say that in church? Now we have had that one hater. Oh. This is not okay. Why would you solicit AF when that, you know what that means? Oh, so your mind went there when ours was literally says it in parentheses well, as followers. So just, just like our, which church, was a dude, we, we will do <laughs> anything short of sin mm-hmm. to help people. And we are only wanting people to know Jesus, not us. Don't give a rat's patoot if you know who I am when I don't have uh, makeup on a Walmart. Exactly. Because I still want to be that way. But I want you to know who Jesus is because I want you to tell that cashier if there's cashiers working at Walmart about Jesus when they want to know what's different about you when you go through their line. Exactly. Not the self-checkout or we, we're person. Gonna, uh, <laughs> I, I'm excited for this week. I uh, hope we come back with, with a lot of good stuff for, for everybody. Um, but on that, we will, uh, we'll wrap it up and, uh, go on with our day, but everyone go ahead, go do homework, go do your, go homework. do your homework. <laughs> make, make sure you do lots and lots Pray of us out powers. All right. We will most certainly do that. <laughs> God, man, we love you. We are just thankful for, uh, this opportunity as we always are and just, uh, pray over every single person who's listening, their relationship, their marriage, their family, their spouse, uh, just that we'll honor you in everything that we do. We'll make you the foundation. We will give our lives, our marriages, our work, everything we do to uh, to you, God. And man, we cannot wait to see what you're going to do next. We love you. We thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Play ball.